Welcome to the England Rugby Pod. Thanks for downloading episode 81. The touring squad for South Africa has been announced, and in true Eddie Jones fashion, there's a number of unexpected selections and exclusions. You're listening to the England Rugby Pod, the rugby podcast that believes England will win the World Cup in 2019. Hey guys, uh, welcome back. Um, firstly, uh, we're both very aware that it's Thursday. The squad uh, for uh, sorry, it's Friday. In fact, the squad was announced yesterday. Um, and in true England rugby pod form, we failed to deliver on our promise of a prediction. Uh, but as it turns out, that's probably not the worst thing because we'd have got it very wrong. I'm of course joined by Dan. Hi, mate. Hi, mate. Uh, yeah, I'd have been nowhere near. No, I think we've got this. We got it completely wrong. Um. um it was in, in our defence, and this is a pretty weak defence. But we've had, uh, we've both came back from a a, a, a sort of long stag do, and, and have been feeling a little worse for average wear. at best, a little worse for wear. So we, we needed a few days to recover. But exactly, but there's lots to talk about with this squad. I mean, it, it's not what we expected, but it's definitely interesting, mate. I, I need you to talk me through this. Uh, I need you to talk me through two things. I need you to talk me through the squad, and I need you to talk me through. Um, the England training squad because I don't get it. What, what do you mean? Talk, what, what do you mean by? That? I, I I don't get a lot of the players. Like genuinely, I'm I'm amazed by some people who've been left out. I don't really understand the whole not eligible for selection. I I don't understand why certain people are not eligible for selection. So let, some just, are. Let, let's just, let's just clarify. Um, this is what the BBC have put on their article about the about the uh, the squad announcement. So the whole not eligible for selection thing may be some weird way that you know that they've just chosen to to kind of word it. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like I am not Oh sorry, I think it was worded not considered. Not yeah, not considered for selection either because of injury or being rested it says. So I guess that would suggest that they are theoretically all considered for selection on that list. They've actually updated that when we looked at this earlier. Uh, it didn't say that. It said it just said not considered for selection. They've added either because of injury or being rested. They've clearly heard your concerns, Dan. Well, good, good because uh, I think that hey, probably answers I, your question. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, I guess to an extent that the not eligible for selection bit does answer my question somewhat. I so let's take this two parts, right? Because there's the training squad and there's the South Africa squad, right? Yeah. Yep. Um. So let's have a look at the South Africa squad first. And let, let's start positive. There's some names I really like the look of in there. I love the fact Danny Cipriani's been called up. Um, I really like that. I think he's been the best fly half in England this season. Um, I love the fact Dan Robson's in there. I think he's really earned well, it. Just just before moving on from, from Danny Cipriani, because firstly, we both said in the last episode, we'd like to see him called up, but we weren't convinced it would happen. And we, and we, we thought that Eddie Jones had kind of already... You know, we thought we'd made peace with the fact that Eddie Jones just didn't like him, and it was never going to happen. I think it was. I think we we may have said that exact those exact words. Um, and actually, you know, Eddie's obviously conscious of the fact that he's said certain things in the past, not least of which, and I think we agreed, was that you know Danny Cipriani is the kind of player that needs to be starting or not at all. Um, and actually, Eddie was called on exactly that, and he said, "Look, you know, <laughs> these things change." Uh, and he was, it was quite interesting. He said, things change. Three games ago, I was the best thing to ever happen to English rugby. Now, apparently, I'm the worst. Um, <laughs> but you know, he basically said of Cipriani, look, 
you know, lots of people talking about him getting a, a recall. He doesn't see it that way. This is the first time he's calling him up. So as far as Eddie Jones is concerned, you know, he's a new a new player in in what you know in some ways, um, and he's been picked on merit. You know, he's picked on form. The other thing I thought was really interesting is that um, he says that it's up to to Cipriani to now show that he's the best ten or fifteen. Fifteen would surprise me. I, I, I don't, but especially the reason fifteen surprises me. So, what's the one thing that everyone sort of would uh, sort of say? Dan is one of Danny Cipriani's weaker part of his game is his defence. Yeah, and uh, Eddie Jones is always on about having a rock at the back. I hundred percent agree. I mean, it, it, I found it weird. I don't know why it, Eddie Jones just doesn't strike me as the sort of person that would throw it out there. I mean, maybe, maybe just to just to get people guessing again. <laughs> And force the the Mike Brown debate again or something. I don't know. Um, but it's yeah, he, he, they were his words. You know, he said he needs to prove he's the best ten or fifteen. So it's it's definitely a, a turnaround in, from from his point of view in terms of the the way he's. It was only two thousand and sixteen, I think, when he said that um, that Cipriani needed to be, you know, first or not at all. Um, and maybe he is still actually looking at him that way. You know, we've talked about Ford being out of form. Um, Farrell is so good at 12. Maybe he is thinking, let's see if Cipriani can be England's number one, number 10. Because um, I wouldn't hate to see Cipriani and Farrell at 10, 12. No, not at all. I, so I do like it. And actually, what you've said, the stuff you've said that Eddie said, I agree with it. Oh, I'm like, yeah, fair enough. He has every right to change his mind. Uh, things do change. It is up to Cipriani to prove himself. I do like that. Um, but there's if we, So let's stick on the 10 for a bit. George Ford's still in there. I, I, I kind of get because there's parts to him. I think he's got a lot to prove. Uh, I, yeah, um, 100% right. I mean, George Ford needed to go. Uh, his form, you know, he's he's been great uh, at, at times. You know, when England are on the front foot, he's been, we've talked, we've said it before, he's been one of the best fly hearts in the world. Um, we've also talked about the fact that you can't rely on that, which is absolutely right. Um, but I don't think it warranted dropping him. I think I think he's got a lot, as you say, a lot to prove on this tour. And I, and I think that there is a danger that at the end of this tour, if he hasn't stepped things up, then that may be the last we see of him. It, it may be. I mean, I, I just don't know where Eddie's head's at. So you look at 10 and who's been an ever-present sort of as part of a squad, not not yet Cat, but as, a, as an apprentice, I think it was, Marcus Smith. Now... Here's the thing I don't get. I don't think Eddie picks. It's almost as if Eddie doesn't pick at all based upon premiership form because Cameron Redpath, he comes in. And from what little I've seen of him, he looks like a talent, like, a, you know, genuine talent at 10. But no way is he ahead of Marcus Smith. I really don't understand that selection. I mean, unless Eddie Jones simply believes uh, what he's said in the past, which is that um, Marcus Smith just isn't there yet. Which I know we discussed last week, and we said, "Look, he's doing it week in, week out for Quinn. So why, why not on an on, the, on an international stage?" But um, you know, maybe it's a physicality thing. Maybe he doesn't want to put a fly half out there that's going to get targeted. Um, well, Cameron Redpath surely would. He's young. I think he's younger than, or he's certainly of a similar age. Is he, is he bigger? I, I, yeah, I don't know that actually. Like, I, I, don't I know, know very little about well Cameron enough. about Cameron Redpath. So. I, he, I think he's kind of maybe it's simply a case of he said, "Look, I've got my two people. I'm looking at at fly half in uh, in Ford and Cipriani. I've got Farrell as an option at fly half. I'm going to take another one because you kind of just have to in case of injuries. But since it's not going to be 
since he's not likely to get a lot of game time, why not try someone else out? Maybe maybe it's could, as simple it, as that. Could it also be that obviously he's the son of Brian Redpath, uh, the famous uh, Scottish Nine, I believe. Um, could it also be almost a let's not let Scotland steal him? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Just get him a cap. I mean, you, you wouldn't put maybe. it past Eddie, you know. I mean, that, that's probably quite a, a nice way interlude into into Brad Shields, uh, who, of course, is coming over um, from from New Zealand, Hurricanes captain. Um, he, I mean, he's had quite a career. Tit- you know, they won the title in 2016 um, under his command. Uh, they, of course, drew with the Lions, didn't they, last year? Uh, yeah. Again, under his command. He, he won the World Championship, the under-20s World Champs in 2011. I think he did, but, you know, he was part of that team. Uh, but he was never capped for the All Blacks, um, and uh, and so yeah, maybe, maybe he's been included, you know, just to sort of say, right, get him one cap, and that's it. He can't go back. Well, I, I don't think I don't think that's necessary because it's coming over to Wasps anyway. Yeah, the truth. This whole this whole saga was really weird. It's coming over to Wasps. He's said he wants to play for England. By the way, I think the guy's absolutely brilliant. I think this is a massive addition to England. Yeah. Um, he's he's coming over and. The whole saga was, I, I, it's not really worth going into, but New Zealand Rugby released him, which was good of them. But they, I think they're sort of obliged to, because Brad Shields has specifically said he wants to play for England. He's going to be playing in England. Yeah. And then New Zealand Rugby say they're really disappointed by the RFU. It seemed a bit... I know. Well, well it seemed a like, bit like see, the, the, the laws are clear and, and allow for exactly this scenario. Um, is that just New Zealand, you know, just, just being a bit pissy about it? Yeah, it's New Zealand acting like the Aussies. Yeah, well, you know, they're not a million miles apart. I mean, it, 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 <laughs> is, this, is this a psychological advantage for the All Blacks? We didn't pick him. He wasn't good enough for us. But England, you go for it. No, I don't think so. Well, they, I I mean, because... Maybe not from an England point of view, but what about from a New Zealand point of view? Do you think they would go into a game against England where he's playing and thinking you've got someone that we didn't think was good enough? I, I, I don't. Or, I don't, or, or, do you, uh, I mean, or do you think they're kicking themselves, going, "Why didn't we cap him?" I think that's more likely. <laughs> that's, which is awesome. It's so interesting, and this this surprised me. So Eddie, and it may just be that it's him just sort of protecting his senior players at this stage while decisions are still waiting to be made. But he described him as a backup. You know, he'll be a great backup for Chris Robshaw. But what, Brad Shields? Yeah. Is he not a better player than Chris well, Robshaw? We've both said we think Robshaw's probably coming to the, to the end in terms. Of, you know, yes, we, he'll always be a workhorse and all those and all those sorts of things. But I would have thought so. I'd have thought. I mean, unless it's just Eddie Jones, you know, mind games again. I would have thought that uh, the Brad Shields is coming in with a great shout at, at owning a shirt. I, I think so, and I, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing him play. And the other one in the back row I'm really looking forward to, actually, is uh, Jack Willis at Wasps. I think it's yeah, well, absolutely another brilliant. Un, another of the uncapped. I mean, which, which, which poses the question which you'd love to, uh, to not really answer, um, which is, what about Don Armand? Where the bloody hell is he? As far as I can tell, he's not what injured. He? I mean, did, did he just have a shocker against Ireland that we didn't really pick up on? No, no, he so, didn't. You know, he's not mentioned anywhere. Like you, you would think that he would at least be uh, kind of included in that list of uh, people not considered because of injury or rest, you know, or being rested. He's not. He's nowhere to be seen. He's not in the training squad. 
So I don't know what's happened I there. Just, I just don't get it. I just don't. I don't understand why why he's now so far out of Fabian. Because you look at someone like Jack Willis, and he's clearly been picked on form. I mean, his form for Wasps has been brilliant. I think he deserves his call-up 100%. But then if you're looking at form at a premiership, Don Armand deserves it. Clearly, Eddie, there's just something Eddie doesn't see at international level. Yeah. Well, hey, look, we, we, we've said the same thing about Cipriani, and he's and he's finally give, been giving a, being given his shout. So, uh, his shot rather. So, um, I, I kind of yeah, it's 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 a, it's one of the the ones that there just doesn't ever seem to be a an answer to. Every time we think we we're getting somewhere, um, he kind of changes his mind again. I, yeah, it's, it, it's it does. It does keep you guessing. It does. Um, I mean, maybe that's part of the, maybe that's part of the plan. He doesn't want the rest of the world to go right. We we we've got eighteen months to study the England side that we know we're going to face in the World Cup. You know, maybe yeah, it's about yeah, yeah. just saying, no, I'm not not going to give you that opportunity. We've got so much. But strength on, in depth, on, on, then on the flip side, I'm not going to give the guys an opportunity to play together. Well, yeah, true, true. I mean, but what I mean is, maybe, maybe he's thinking, well, I don't want it for this tour, but actually, what, 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 why does the BBC need to post that he's part of the squad? Yeah, uh, you, I, it's, it, I'm, I'm reaching, I'm reaching because there's there's got to be a reason, and and I'm just I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to come up with with weird Eddie Jonesisms that that, that might describe uh, why he's nowhere to be seen. But um, I don't. Know, I guess we just keep watching this space and see what happens because. He surely, he, he's still around. He's not gone anywhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's still about. And whilst we're on back row, if I'm Ben Curry, I'm thinking, I'm a bit pissed off right now. <laughs> I mean, Tom Curry's been injured most of the season. Ben Curry's been playing, and yep. playing pretty well, actually. So Tom Curry's been picked based upon last last time, basically involved with the England squad, which I think is fair enough. I think he did. I think he. Well, we know did he, himself. Yeah, it did really, really well. He did really well. Yeah, we we couldn't stop banging on about him. Yeah, and so it's like fair enough. Um, and maybe it's that. Maybe Ben Curry hasn't stood out quite as much, but he's selected ahead of Tom Curry for sale. Um, there's a lot of uh, it's just a, to me, there's quite a lot of contradictions in this squad that I don't completely get. Um, so the player's not eligible for selection. Not. Sorry, not considered or however how we want to word it. Um, injury arrested. So someone like Danny Cares clearly been arrested because he's not injured. Yeah, JJ um, is injured. JJ's so, injured. Jack Noll rested. Uh, Jack Noll, no, yeah, I think rested. Um, I, I completely get that. Watson, we Watson's know is injured. injured. But you know, Owen Farrell. Why has he not been rested? Maybe <laughs> well, well, that's so, the captain so, thing. Yeah, and, and not just because they want to take a captain. I I now question whether Dylan Hartley is going to come back. Yeah, that, that, so I, I do as well. Let's be honest, look- if Eddie Jones is thinking Dylan Hartley is still my man for 2019, then he doesn't need to take Owen Farrell to be the captain. If he's thinking, actually, it's time and I'm making a change, you know, and Farrell is going to be my 2019 captain, then you send him because he's going to be, the, he's going to be in charge of these guys for the next 18 months. Uh, and so, I wonder so that's, if that's the reasoning. So that's logical to me, but our logical arguments before have not necessarily matched Eddie's way of thinking even closely. So, but you know, that's what we're here to do. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so yeah, and so, Luke Cowan-Dickey's got a good, good oh, chance. Absolutely. Here, I mean, this is this is kind of answering the fans' kind of cries as well, isn't it? I mean, we, we're big fans of Dylan Hartley, but, you know, on form, he's he's not, you know, one or two. Um and and yet he's always there, and we've we've always sort of said it's the captaincy thing. So uh, th- that's my guess. Anyway, we'll we'll see what happens after the uh, after the tour, and I guess the next well, we, we, the next thing will be will be the auto internationals, including New Zealand, won't it? So um, it will. It'll be interesting to see that that will be the. I mean, it shouldn't be. It should have been the Six Nations, but it's ha- it wasn't, and so now that's the that's going to be the sort of the signifier, I think, for the for two thousand and nineteen. Um, of what what the squad's going to look like with a year with a year to go. Atoje, um, why is he? Not I rested? felt I thought it, I thought he needed a rest. I don't feel um, like he maybe needs it to be there. Yeah, I, I'm with you. So uh, yeah, I, in, you know, unless unless he's unless maybe that was injuries. Maybe that was injuries <laughs> because well, yeah, I think Courtney Lawrence is injured, isn't he? Cruz yeah. is injured. Yeah, possibly. Uh, um, is 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 he? If, if our previous theory is correct, is Atoje maybe being lined up to be the the sort of the the, the vice captain? Perhaps. Uh, I have no idea, mate. Yeah, he could be. Maybe that's another reason because he be. he's definitely he's definitely rested big big you know big names. He has rested big names. Um, so it's not like he's afraid to do it. So yeah, maybe he see or, or you know whether vice captain or not, maybe he just sees him as one of his leaders who just needs to to be you know in and around. I mean, we may find that some of these big some of these bigger names don't play a lot. He might take Toji out there and actually not play him as much as we we you you would expect, and and sort of give him his rest out there. I mean, I'm I'm, um, I'm reaching again for for reasons because we were we were pretty convinced that he'd be one of the ones that uh, that stayed home. But he's also very he's also a lot younger, you know. As we know, body uh, can take a bit more punishment when you're in your early twenties. It, it can, and I also think there's a big thing to be said about let's get England rugby back on track. I mean, maybe it's been it's been derailed somewhat. Maybe it's been overly exaggerated how much it's been derailed, but. There is an argument for let's get England rugby back on track. So you do have to take a few big names. And in the forwards, let's face it, probably the biggest name is Maro Atoji. Even if that's just from hype and in the backs of the biggest names are in Farrell, maybe, maybe there is that element to it as well. Yeah, we're not we're not just going to leave all, all of them behind. Um, so here you go, mm. have, have two of the best. Yeah, exactly. It, it could well be. It could well be along those lines. Um Overall, I quite, I am quite excited by the squad. There's a few people who I just think, not, and this is no disrespect to them as players, but so like I mentioned, Cameron Redpath, Ben Spencer, the scrum half at Saracens, I don't really understand the value of them being there. Well, um, I, so, I don't. In my head, I can't believe they're going to be considered for the well, 2019 World Okay, well, so so hang on, so so Eddie learnt a lesson. Uh, on the, in the first game of the Six Nations, which is that two scrum halves isn't enough. You need three, yeah, you, because you need two, and and you know an injury can happen. Um, and he didn't have a third, uh, so obviously he called up Wigglesworth because he's an experienced player. He's played for England before, and he's and, and because of his experience, he's someone who can probably come in and and kind of learn the ropes 
quicker than most. Does that necessarily mean he's number three? Probably not. We've we've. Well, well why is he put down on the list? Why is he put down on the list as being rested then? What rested or in? Well, because maybe he's not when been someone yet. like a Don Armand isn't. Well, we don't know. That, that's the whole. That's the thing. But but I, I don't think he's been completely ruled out yet. I think this is probably a bit of a testing ground. But um, Dan Robson, we've talked about as the the likely number three, um, if not higher, um, with Danny yeah. Kerr, who we're confident is being rested, um, and and um, uh, Ben Youngs, who's obviously going. So Youngs, Kerr, Robson is what you'd probably expect to see. Do you take Wigglesworth as a fourth? I kind of feel like no, I, I don't think you need a fourth. Well, no. So, but what I mean is, do do you look at Wigglesworth as number four in line, or do you say actually there's no point in in looking at him as number four? Let's give someone who's slightly less known, you know, hasn't had the exposure and and might turn out to be, you know, a bit of a superstar. Take a Ben Spencer and see see what he can do. Yeah, I mean, one of the things. So when I say I don't get it, I'm going to contradict myself a bit here. I'm, I'm going to be a bit. Get <laughs> I'm going to be a bit eddyish. Maybe because Cameron Redpath has been playing um, a bit more at 10 and Sale are losing. I, I, I think they're 10 months, AJ McGinty. Actually, although AJ McGinty's staying, maybe he's thinking actually next year Cameron Redpath and Ben Spencer are going to be playing a lot of first team rugby and they are two who potentially do have the potential for 2019. I hope he's looking at it like that rather than looking at it then, yeah, it'd be good to get them capped. Yeah, it's just difficult to know, isn't it? Mm. Uh, I like I like it. I like that it's not all black and white. And, and you know, I like that, that he, keeps, he keeps us guessing because uh, it keeps things interesting. You know, as you said, we, we completely misjudged what we thought we'd see uh, in this selection. And yet, I think we're both pretty excited about what we're going to see. So, you know. Well, I, Dan, the Danny Cipriani thing really cheered me up. I really am glad he's going. Um, and, oh. and I mean, it's. You're gone. I'm sorry, I was going to say the, so the rumour is as well, which I think will be good, is that Danny Cipriani's off to Gloucester. Ah. That's the rumour. And I think that'll be good for him because Gloucester seems to be. Gloucester have definitely had an improvement this season. Ackerman seems to have been doing good stuff for them. He'll play a lot of rugby. I like. I'd like that move, um, and that's that. That to me, I just like the whole Danny Cipriani thing overall. I like the sound of um, Nathan Earl for Saracens. Yeah, I want to see more of him. So yeah, I'm th- quite he, excited he, about I him. Th- he played bar against the Barbars, didn't he? That's that's his cap. Yes, so it's yeah, obviously did, not yeah. an official cap. I thought he looked pretty useful. I, d- I thought he took him to Argentina, but obviously not. Um, so yeah, I'm, look, I'm I looking. I think he to took him, him, but didn't play him. Uh, okay, well, I'm looking forward to seeing him too. Um, one we've not mentioned, uh, and we both were convinced needed to go. Manu Tuilagi. Manu, What's yeah, going on there? I, <laughs> mate, I, mate, I think he just thinks he hasn't had enough game time, or maybe he thinks. So this is again me completely guessing. Maybe he thinks, you know what? He's had so many injuries. Needs the rest. Let's not throw him straight in the deep end because he could still be a big part. Let's let him have a full pre-season. Let's let him have a good rest, yeah, yeah, a full I, pre-season. Well, Eddie's, Eddie's made no bones about the fact that he thinks Manny Tuolangi is a, a key a key person well when on form to, to beat the All Blacks. Um, so I'd be, surpri- yeah, I'd be surprised if he just wasn't considering him from a selection point of view. So 
let's hope that that is the case. I mean, it's a shame. I would have liked to have seen him, but obviously, yeah, the the, the worst thing would have been if he'd come out there and just got injured. And you know, we said every time, but that really would have been the end. Um, obviously, Big Billy's back. Big Billy is back. That's awesome. Which is great, uh, as long as he doesn't get injured. But then, you know, is he not in a similar boat to Manu? Uh, yes. Yes. You know, yes. And, and probably a bigger loss if something was to go wrong. I think so. Oh, I say probably. Um, but, yeah, but definitely maybe, a bigger loss. Yeah, maybe he's had that just that bit longer. Yeah. That bit more. I, I don't know. I'm guessing. The I mean, man is obviously been um, off for longer over the course of the last however many years it's been. I'm just thinking recently they've been on a pretty similar scenario. So may- maybe you're right. Maybe he's just thinking, actually, I've got less options at Numbre anyway. Um, but I've got plenty of options in the centres. Let's let's not take any chances where we don't have to. But at number eight, we do have to, <laughs> you know, because obviously Nathan Hughes is injured. Um, uh, who, are, who is our other number eight? Uh, well, we've got Sam Simmons who's still in there. We, Nathan Hughes yeah. has been injured. That, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, obviously they're taking uh, Ben Earl, who's a number eight. Yeah. Um, so they've got yeah. I don't expect to see a lot of him. I think it'll, I just I just hope Billy's on form, fit, firing, and uh, doesn't pick up any more injuries. Yeah, let's hope so. He's had his he's he's, get, he's got his injuries out of the way. He's now he's now going all the way through. Yeah, he'll just grow strength by strength up to the World Cup. Let's hope so. I mean, this this would be the first ever Test Series win in South Africa for England. Yeah, I think we drew before in like 2000 or something, didn't Yeah, we? no, I said this would be the first ever Test Series win in South Africa. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, no, you're right, it would be the first ever win. Um, and it'll be interesting. Do you know what we should do? Because you know we said we'd try and name the squad. And do you know what? I'm with you. I'm really glad we didn't because we, it would have just been a waste of everyone's time. Are we about to make a prom- another do? promise we're not going to keep? Well, possibly, possibly. Awesome. But, you know, that's awesome. just how we roll. Exactly. What, what might be good to do early next week is if we put together, based on the squad, we put together who we think our starting 15 would be. Nice, nice. I, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's going to be massively different to a regular starting fifteen, but it'll be it'll. I guess it's more about who are the the, the people that are, that are being rested. Who who's the cover and what's the right way around to do it? So, um, yeah, no, that'd be a good one, a good one to do. And guys, obviously, yeah, if you've got opinions on that, let us know. Um, we will uh, either agree with you or we'll at least mention what you would do differently. Um, in other news, which is obviously great for England, um, Scott uh, is it Wise Mantel or Scott Wise Mantel? Um, who's the attacking attack coach that worked with Eddie with Australia and Japan? He's been brought yeah. in as the attack coach for England. I, I think we needed that. Oh, 100 percent. I mean, it was pretty clear that uh, something was missing, and you know, Eddie's been the attack coach himself. And whether or not you know whether or not you think he's good enough to do that job, I mean, he did it pretty well for the first eighteen months or so. Um, he needs to be able to oversee everything. I don't think the head coach can be a, a specialist as well because they're they're just missing other things then. Um, so yeah, I, think, I agree. I think it's good. I think it's really good. Um, so hopefully, that was that that was the thing that was missing um, a few months back, uh, and hopefully we can go out and, uh, and do a job in South Africa. Yeah, it'll be. And what we got to bear in mind, the reality is, with um, so, so the playoffs. Obviously, we've got uh, sort of Newcastle, Wasps, Exeter, and Saracens all involved in the, in the, the playoffs. The reality is 
there's probably likely to be some injuries. So there probably is likely to be changes to that squad as well. Yeah. Um, um, well, which will be, in, I mean, let's hope that's not the case. And let's hope but it's, it's I, like I think third, it's very likely that would guys. be the case. You don't want any big names yeah. being injured. Um, or if they do, maybe like, you know, Farrell gets a dead leg and Atoji gets a dead leg and they're forced to rest. <laughs> Yeah, they, they get a nice rest and then Manu comes in or whatever. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I, 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 it's it's a it's an interesting squad. I think I think it's going to be a really interesting tour. You know, England have a huge amount to prove uh, after that Six Nations. They, uh, you know, you said it before. They need to get back on track. Um, I I have no doubt that they're capable of doing it. Um, you know, you have you have a bad few games if you do it in a in a tournament like the Six Nations. It. it it can it throws you and, and and you know as shocking as fifth is, um, I, they have no choice now but to to see it as a a, le- a lesson and learn from it. You know you wouldn't you wouldn't want it going into the competition, but it, it's what happens. So um, you know they need to they need to learn from it. They need to turn things around. And you know, what better opportunity than in South Africa where they've never won a Test series? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and I. I Looking at the squad, and like I say, there are bits I don't get about it. And there are bits that I'm a bit annoyed about. Most notably the admission of Don Armand. That, Dan, is why you are not the England head coach. Well, you you know, maybe maybe we're missing a trick there. That's what I'm starting to wonder. But overall, I'm pretty excited by this tour. Overall, I'm pretty excited by the squad. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to putting together a starting 15. I think it'll be very interesting. Or a starting 23. Because it's the what finishes. do you reckon we go fifteen or twenty three? Twenty three, because I feel like these these days finishes is such a big part of yeah. this game, isn't it? And, and I think it, it, you know who you select to start de- determines who you select to finish, depending on the kind of game plan you're going for. So I think it requires a little bit more thought. So I think let's go with twenty three. Cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. And let, let, we won't we won't chat about it, and uh, we won't discuss it between you and me until until our next pod. I think. No, well, as in what? Yeah, as in we're going to do our own. Yeah, we'll, we'll Each both come to the table one. with our own one. Oh, interesting. Uh, okay, yeah. sounds good, uh, guys. Uh, yeah, like I said, send over your thoughts on that uh, if you have any. Um, if you're listening, uh, and of course, please uh, share with friends, family, and all the rest of it. Get on iTunes, rate us, review us, as always. Um, continue to listen, please. Um, we, you know, we want to get as many people listening as we can. Uh, now would be great, but obviously, yeah, by the uh, by the World Cup next year. Um, we want to be uh, smashing the numbers. So um, uh, we really appreciate your support, obviously, um, and hopefully that will continue and hopefully more can join us. Uh, you can get in touch with us on social media at England Rugby Pod. Um, you can email us, as a few people have done recently, uh, and that's englandrugbypod at gmail.com. And we've got a website, www.englandrugbypod.com. Um, so we look forward to chatting to you again next week. Yeah, absolutely. Our numbers are actually creeping up, which is really great news. Um, and actually, our engagement, you you guys engaging with us is creeping up as well. And and that's really cool. We really enjoy that. So please do keep the engagement. Please do sort of pass it on. It, it makes it hopefully more fun all around because, um, you know, this is, this is what we're all about is sort of chatting with you guys and getting your opinions as well. Exactly. Cool. All right. Thanks very much, guys. Take care.